Welcome to the JAG podcast. My name is Anthony, and for those new to JAG, it stands for the Joint Advisory Group on GI Endoscopy. We were founded in 1994 and have been aiming to improve GI endoscopy services ever since. This podcast will aim to help you and your service understand more about JAG and the elements of becoming accredited. So today we're going to be joined by Katie Hudson and Neve Connor from Beacon Hospital in Dublin, and we've invited both Katie and Neve on to ask them about their journey uh, towards accreditation that Beacon Hospital took. Uh, so... I think the best place to start is at the beginning. So I'll come to you first, Katie. Could you tell us what the motivation was for looking to achieve JAG accreditation? Yeah, so um, that's an easy question to start with. As we all know, JAG accreditation is the gold standard. Um, the motivation for the hospital is to achieve JAG to demonstrate that our unit is delivering a high standard of safe, effective, holistic and patient-centred care within the endoscopy service. Um, to, to give a small background on our hospital and our department, um, our um, department was very small. It used to sit in our surgical day unit with only two procedure rooms. And then we got a new department built, uh, purpose built, standalone with four procedure rooms back in 2016. And then the Beacon Hospital um, got their first JAG accreditation way back in 2018. Um, and the department has successfully maintained the accreditation annually since then. Um, on a personal note, um, I had just moved into the position of CNM2 in the department in August of 2022, so I had something to prove by successfully getting through the re-accreditation process. But in truth, the accreditation assures that our service is constantly improving and moving with the times. It's also a reflection of all the work the staff do to ensure each patient has the best experience and is treated with respect and dignity during their visit. Um, the self-assessment tool allows, us, allows the department to reflect on what standards we meet and what standards we need to action to ensure we meet. We have a great team of nurses, HCAs, decontamination technicians and consultants in the endoscopy department. So achieving this accreditation has given us all a great sense of achievement and it also allowed us to show off a little absolutely and that's good that's what we like to highlight best practice and um, so that is one of our main aims for for services going for accreditation is a is a chance to highlight those good good practices that are taking place and i'll come to you next neve we, we often mention in our, our training sessions that having a, a, a team to share the workload helps with the journey towards accreditation was that something that you were able to do and if if so was it was it helpful yeah, so as Katie alluded to, um, she was brand new in her role and I was also new in my role. So we were a new team um, I haven't taken over the endoscopy unit. And look, at the start, I suppose JAG felt like a huge mountain for us to need to climb and even acknowledging where to start is sometimes the hardest part of it. So we created a group with myself and Katie, our clinical lead, uh, Riza Kalbasi, um, Connor, who is our head of decontamination, and we also brought on board Lenora, who was our head of infection prevention and control within the hospital, who was a great assistance to us um, with audit and our clinical areas, ensuring that they were fully set up for, for JAG. So when we agreed to meet fortnightly um, every Tuesday um, to discuss what we needed to do. Um, the first thing we did was create a Gantt chart. And I think you're probably going to hear about this Gantt chart throughout the podcast because it was our saving grace for the entire thing. So we set out every single standard that was required to achieve JAG um, within the Republic of Ireland. And we set out all the weeks we had from we started until the day the JAG were going to arrive on site 
um, for our on-site visit. And every week we met, we ticked off what standards we had completed, who had completed them, whether they were in progress, what needed to happen, what didn't need to happen. Um, it was laborious at the start and it was overwhelming when you saw the list of things that we required um, on the Gantt chart. But I don't think any of us would lie in saying that we got such a sense of achievement and seeing those boxes turn green when we knew that everything was completed fully. Um, so that was the first thing that we did and it really, really worked well for us. In addition to that, the other piece that we found really helpful was the Ask JAG tool um, that we could email or call. So after every meeting, essentially our outcomes of what we were unsure of, we would send an email in to Ask JAG. So that gave us the option to get the responses back or clarify queries that we may have had that we could then follow up in the next meeting. So that was a huge, huge benefit to us. Yeah, it sounds like a, a good tool, proper standard project management tool, isn't it? And it is a big project. It's quite uh, a long task and a long effort from, from everyone. So it's good to hear that having that shared workload does does make it a lot a lot easier and a lot more um, streamlined and efficient. So with that in mind, obviously we come to projects like this and, and going for accreditation, there are hurdles that you do have to overcome. Um, could you just give us a little insight into some of the hurdles that you might have overcome and, and kind of how you managed to deal with them? So um, I suppose we've touched on it already. Uh, we kind of spoke about the fact that the two of us were brand new to our role. So I suppose our own confidence um, in this area um, definitely was was something that we had to overcome. Um, but setting up the team, as Neve has mentioned, was just vital. Um, talking about team we also like incorporate the staff throughout um the unit as well each staff has a role and responsibility and this kind of on a board in our department so everybody is clearly assigned to that role and understands it um they uh so they were also helping collect data and auditing and presenting at endoscopy user group meetings so that really helped um small hurdles i suppose uh one of our core members of our working group um, had to take some time off during during the lead up, um, and I suppose we we kind of quickly had to adapt to having one less member of the core group. But um, as mentioned, lots of staff were eager to help and jump in. And as we had completed most audits uh, routinely throughout the year, we just had the data. It just was a means of gathering it all together. Um, so other kind of small hurdles i suppose the the unit's still running full time full speed um during this entire process we had onboarding of three new consultants some of which hadn't been through the jag um experience before so that was a it was a great help to have our clinical lead Risa Kabasi, who had been through this before be able to educate these new consultants um we also managed to increase our productivity in quarter 1 by 13% so we got um, a huge amount of patients seen during that time um, um, but I suppose the main hurdle is time, <laughs> the uploads, and the whole process takes a long amount of time. You have to have a, a good friend and colleague to work alongside. I had in Eve, and um, lots of coffee, sweets, chocolates, all all of those things to get you through. <laughs> yeah, it's good to it's good to to hear that from from yourselves, like that shared teamwork and and things like that. I, I think yeah, you are right. It can take a little bit of a, a bit of time to to do those uh, uploads. And as Neve mentioned before, obviously we are here to help with any issues and any problems that arise with with the Ask Jag uh, tool that we have. 
so I'll, I'll go for a, a, another little angle here with you know you've got through all that evidence uploads you you come into the day now what were you kind of feeling like you know in the lead up to the day and then on the day as well uh, yeah, it was. Look, I think the upload was a great relief um, because I think that was the first major hurdle that we had to achieve. And I think we felt once we had the upload done and you get your feedback from JAG and anything required, additional requirements that we could upload those and have them all prepped, that it then allowed us the full focus for the on-site visit um, and to provide further education to staff and really just provide confidence um, to staff to ensure that they didn't feel uncomfortable with maybe questions that they may be asked or what might occur on the day. I think there's always the fear of the unknown. Um, so we did an awful lot of um, education on the floor with staff. We did some mock walkarounds with our quality department who came kind of as the JAG assessors and we kind of emulated what we expected to occur within the day. Um, we did, we, our presentation took a while to present as, or to prepare as well. We did an opening conference with our senior management team, including our CEO, our COO, um, our director of nursing. We also had heads of departments from any department that links with endoscopy. So our laboratory services, our oncology services, we had all those available and present um, within the the opening conference and we it took time to prep everybody that everybody knew what they were going to be asked or what they would be speaking in relation to you know we all every unit has policies and procedures as does every hospital but sometimes you need to familiarize yourself and reread the policy yourself before you're questioned on it so that took a bit of time and then gathering all the information because ultimately JAG is a showcase of what you do and you know I think a lot of a majority of endoscopy departments do an excellent job and it's it's showcasing that and showing the good work that is done on a day-to-day -day basis so our unit was going to be full on the day of JAG we knew we were going to have a full census of patients within the hospital you know and on a regular day they bring in um, challenges to any hospital so it was to ensure that everybody felt comfortable and confident while that was happening so we planned our day out fully we begged lots of staff to come assist us we had colleagues who acted as runners on the day and things like that just to make sure that everybody was in the right place at the right time and that ass assessors didn't get lost along the way at any point <laughs> and things like that so that was really our main preparation for the on-site visit um, but just to allude to what Katie said in relation to the increase in productivity and the staff um, within the unit and their roles the one great thing about the endoscopy department and it's testament to Katie and her team, what they do and operate on a regular basis is to the JAG standards. So our regular EUGs, um, the staff present all the feedback of their audits that they are responsible for. And that has been set up since the day the new unit opened back in 2016. And it's something that we have great pride in because oftentimes you can find that it's senior person to senior person that display the information but actually it's great for those on the floor to be able to present um their hard work and their knowledge of of what is happening within the department so that information was so vital to us when it came to the upload and preparing for the final um, visit as well as well as the staff because they felt comfortable and confident to talk about the audits because they had completed them themselves
Yeah, it's really we'd good to hear lying. that. Oh, sorry, Katie, I'll let you go. Go on. <laughs> I was just going to say we'd be lying if we said that we weren't nervous leading up to the uh, assessment. But I will say that as soon as the assessors are on site, they put you completely at ease. Um, you know, they make it very clear that they're just here for us to demonstrate what we've been doing. They've seen the upload already. They just want to see it in person, how it works. And they're they're really good. Like they make it a two way conversation you know it's 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 as i said it's more like a conversation we're telling them how we do things they're talking about how they've seen things done in other areas how we could better ourselves or how they could take what we do here and bring it into different areas so they do make you completely at ease but saying that you are always filled with nerves and a bit of adrenaline but it got us through the day a long long day that was very scheduled to the minute thanks to Neve. but um, <laughs> no but I think um, you're right I think the apprehension of once we actually met them and had that opening conference which was not <laughs> nerve-wracking to say the least and um, but once we got that opening presentation over with and we kind of opened the floor to questions we very much got a sense that they were here to see what we do and not, not really to it's not it's not a criticism it's not a you know they came back with ideas for us that would only enhance what we do further and again they took away ideas that they wanted to take to their own areas that they thought what we did was excellent so that settled, I think, also as a team, Katie, an awful lot that when that kind of two-way conversation started to happen, it was um, it was much easier. We had previously, only four months previous, been through a JCI accreditation for the hospital, and that's slightly different, um, where it is if they are an assessor and they do observe and they don't feed back until the end, so you do have that element of not knowing what they're thinking at any given time, whereas we didn't really have that on the day because it is a two-way conversation at all times. and We very much knew by the end of the day what the closing presentation was going to be from the assessors given the conversations we had had throughout the day. That's really good to hear. I mean, from our side of it, we, we, we don't often get to hear that view of, of the services about our assessors. We do get some feedback, but it's really nice to hear that they've come in and kind of made you feel at ease and, and, and allowed you to kind of do that day in the way that you want to do it as well which is which is fantastic and it sounds like you had a you know a, a lot of buy-in from everyone else people helping in and, and and chipping in helping out and things like that so after the the, the assessment's over i mean you mentioned it, it does sound like you're quite passionate about this you mentioned kind of bits of pride a bit bit of you know praise for katie on the work that she's done and i'll come to either one of you can answer this what was the feeling like after you know, after the day, and then <laughs> exhilaration and exhaustion all rolled into one. <laughs> um, no, look, I think when you commit yourself to achieving or taking on this as, you know, it's a project, as we said at the start, you know, particularly for the five year on site visit as opposed to the yearly upload. Um, there's a huge challenge involved. And when you know that you have a really nice department and a really great staff, you just want to ensure that you get the best and you showcase the best of what you have. And I suppose it's to hope that all that hard work and effort that you've gone to comes across on the day. And I think that's the stress and anxiety. I don't think we ever doubted our practices or what we did as being questionable or anything along those lines. It was very much that we fully showcased how great we feel we are as a unit. And, you know, as Katie said, we have a brand new unit that there was millions of euros spent on back in 2016. So 
the first thing we always get from people is how nice the unit is. So we wanted to ensure that that was the impression that our surveyors got as well. So Katie was in with her clean wipes on the bank holiday Monday before they arrived, re-scrubbing the entire department <laughs> to ensure that it was ready to show off. But there is a sense of pride and there's a great sense of achievement. You know, the senior management in the hospital were exceptionally kind and generous to us with their time. And indeed, afterwards, in rewarding us, Katie and her team had a, a fabulous night out to celebrate once we got our results back. And I think that goes a long way to celebrate the wins because healthcare is hard. So when you do achieve something like this, it is really important to acknowledge it with your staff. Yeah, I think you're definitely right there. Healthcare is hard and anything that you can do to kind of make it better and praise yourselves as well after certainly the last few years is is definitely worth it. At JAG, we're, we're, you know, we're very interested in in kind of uh, moving into to Ireland and, and promoting ourselves there and Scotland and Wales as well. And the idea of these podcasts is to kind of promote JAG accreditation and make it more known that it is achievable and it is something that services can go for. So with that in mind, um, and again, either, either of you can answer this or, or go first on it. What would your kind of top tips be for, for gaining accreditation as, a, as an Irish service? The Gantt chart. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll say it and we'll say it again. It just keeps you completely on target. Everybody knows where they are. Um, if somebody completes their their target is what they were supposed to do we can quickly assign them a new role um and it just as as Neve said we had it for each week leading up to the assessment so or the upload and so it kept us on target exactly where we needed to be um i suppose um teamwork work with like-minded people with similar attention to detail um have a core group um and also get the staff included and get them included from the minute they start on the unit because that's what we do here and it was just so helpful. Um, I, I think what Katie is alluding to there is that we're both perfectionists so we suited personalities <laughs> to do this together because I think if you've got different types of personalities like that it won't work. I think we were all set out to achieve the same goal at the same standard which was really really important. The only piece of advice I would give is to give yourself a lot of time for the upload we didn't we got everything organized and ensured that we had everything signed off and then tasked ourselves to upload everything together I think if we were to do it again Katie we would probably upload as we go Um, you know when you cover your first points that you upload those and go back again we left it all to the end and it was a little bit soul destroying it was Katie on a laptop sitting beside me here <laughs> and her ticking off the Gantt chart as I uploaded the policy so a lot of time, does it does take a lot of time. It's just to ensure that you give all the information, it takes time to add all the documents with it. So you do need it, like I would say, to give yourself, you're probably talking a week and a half's work minimum. But if you spread that from the time they open the assessment to close it, it would have been a lot easier for us than us deciding to do the whole thing together at the very end. <laughs> Uh, we we also saw a great resource in the Ask Jag email. Um, as we said, we met fortnightly, and after we met, we would write down 
every question that we had and we would email it over to Ask Jag and then we had the email trail to, to know once they come back to us, we would have the answers, we could reference this whenever we needed to. It was just such a great support for all of us and we knew then we were on the right path if we were concerned about how we were answering something or what evidence was actually really required, this was just the easiest way to know from the source, that's right, that's correct. <laughs> um, and I suppose the last thing is just to try and enjoy the whole experience um, after the upload um, and you have the assessments, like it's our time to show off the unit, show off our staff and show off ourselves. So try to enjoy it all. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a key point, isn't it? Try and enjoy it all and try and... Um, you know, stay in a moment and maybe just enjoy that day. I think it's a different skill for for services to go and show off. Um, often they, they don't have that chance to do it. So I, I'm sure you might have realised that as well. You know, your presentation skills come into play there and, and, and all that. So, um, but I think those tips are, are, are fantastic. And when you talk about the, the Gantt chart and, and things like that, it, it often, when, when you get these type of tasks, people go, oh, it's so daunting. But I think when you say, you know, you break it up and you make it as easy as possible, it's, it's a lot, lot simpler. Um, that was very, uh, good to hear. Um, so I'm going to say thank you very much for that because that journey sounded really good and really, it seemed worthwhile, fruitful. Obviously, we gained accreditation, and I'm looking at you. I, I know people can't see the the podcast, but I'm looking at you two faces now, and you seem really proud about it as well. And it's, we it's are. fantastic. We're just delighted we don't have to do it for another five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I just want to say thank you to to Neve and Katie. Um, it's been fantastic guests and a, a fantastic story, and then. Thank you for, for listening today. We hope you found it informative. We have more interviews to help you and your service available wherever you get your podcasts. You can keep up to date with all things JAG by checking out our website, which is thejag.org.uk, and our Twitter, which is at JAG underscore endoscopy. And I'll just say thank you to Neve and Katie again because they were brilliant. And um, we'll see you next time.